Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to do our, I'd say, annual now. It's our annual safe players list. So it's going to be a little bit different than last year. I actually think, though, I have one player that's a repeat of last year. Jeff, I don't know about you. You got anybody that's a repeat that you can remember? I got one guy. Um, I have one for sure. I'm not exactly... But before we get into the safe players, so make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram Fantasy Football Profit. And if you want to get into one of our listener leagues, make sure you guys go review us on iTunes. Give us a five star review. Send us an email letting us know where you reviewed us. You can get in the league for a chance to win the championship belt that Pro Am Belts provided us. You can go check that out on our Instagram page. We got pictures all over of that. So if you guys want a shot at winning that, just go. Review us, give us the five star, and let us know you did. If you've already reviewed us in the past, just go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit, and subscribe. Let us know you did that as well. We'll get you in the league. So, all right, Jeff, let's just get right into the list. We'll go five to one. I don't know your list yet. You don't know mine. We'll see what we got. Let's go number five. Who do you have? All right, number five. I am starting off with the guy I believe was on my last list, and that is going to be Doug Baldwin. So Doug Baldwin makes my list because the last three years, very dependable. He was ranked 7th, 10th, and 13th in his position. Um, He's got Russell Wilson, who's playing outside his mind, and he's really the only show in town. He's very, very durable. In his entire career, he's only missed two games, and really that's what it's all based on. The only thing, um, and the reason why he's not 5 and not a little bit higher is because, uh, you know, I think he keeps declining a little bit, 7, 10, 13. Um, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't bat an eye if he finished a little lower than that, 15th or something. Um, but if Russell Wilson goes down, uh, he's in big trouble and that line is not very good. So he kind of ends up at number five because I could see a world where um, he's a little riskier than the four above him. Well, he he didn't make my list, but I'll say he probably was my number six. He was my next guy that I almost put on the list. I kind of, yeah, I, I thought about it. You know, he's going to. If anybody's going to catch the ball there, it's going to be him. So makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much yeah, it. <laughs> especially with, re- yeah, exactly. And, and the number two wide receiver, obviously leaving, uh, you know, Lockett can't stay healthy. Uh, Jimmy Graham is gone. So really he is the only guy there. All right. So I'm going to go to my number five here. My number five, this is, I don't, this is going to be more interesting. I don't know. People might not agree with me on the safe aspect of it, I guess, but I think it is. Cause I think, no matter what happens, he's going to do well. And it's Christian McCaffrey. So, I don't know. What do you think about that, Jeff? Christian McCaffrey, thoughts first before I go into it. Uh, <laughs> I I get where you're coming from because of the baseline of catches maybe. But, um, I mean, I was going to say, okay. I'm intrigued to hear how you how you sell it. No, that's that that's where it's at. And I know like this this one is going to get a different reaction because he isn't been – he's not been a star – Yet, it's, we don't know how many rushing yards he's going to get. But I really feel like the catches are going to make it so, no matter how much work he actually gets as, as the as a ball carrier this year, he's going to be safe as in, you know, he's a good running back too that you can kind of count on. I think to get you, especially in like in PPR leagues, he's going to really help you out quite a bit. So that's where I'm going at with him. It's just, it's it's safe in that regard. He, I'm you know, I don't think he's going to hurt you if you get him, as long as you're not reaching for him. That's the problem. Where he's right now, about 15th, I think that's pretty solid. I just don't want people to reach more than that. But if that's the case, you don't reach for him, you get him about the 15th guy. He's a running back, too. I think it's a relatively safe pick. Like the catches are going to be there. 
and you don't have much to worry about. I think he had about 80-some catches last year. I think that's going to be the same case this year. So that's where I'm going with him. I know this is going to be the one people are going to probably say, eh, it's not really safe, but I, I kind of think it is. I kind of, I just, as long as you're not over, you know, overvaluing him, picking him too high, that's the thing. Don't make him a top 10 guy. Just keep him about 15 and you're in a good spot. So there's my Christian McCaffrey piece. <laughs> I think I think it makes sense that way. Yeah, I mean, he, yes, he's a young guy, but um, I, I do think that he's relatively safe, especially for a running back who generally are definitely more up and down because of, you know, wear and tear injury is always more of a concern with them. Um, so, yeah, I think I think as much as they use him as a rookie and just having that safe, safe floor with how many he's going to catch, even if he doesn't run the ball particularly well, um, I do think he's a, you know, relatively safe running back to get. So I, I, I agree with you. All right, who do you got? Number four. Number four. All right. So my list might be a little higher than yours, um, but I did go with just the five safest players that I could think of, and it's all backed up by how many games. But my number four guy is Travis Kelsey. And I realize I realize he is going to be in the top one or two, but, you know, comparatively Gronk, very, very unsafe, uh, but it gets you high production. But Kelsey, on the other hand, and you might say, hey, you know, the knock against him is going to be the fact that he's going to have a new quarterback thrown to him. But this guy is going to be the security blanket that Mahomes needs. The last four years, he's been a top 10 tight end. Uh, he has missed one game in those last four years. Um, very, very stable, catches a lot of balls. Um, and I think even with the new faces in there, uh, you know, Watkins, and obviously uh, the return of Tyreek Hill, who was very good, and obviously that run game, Ware coming back. I still think this guy is going to be the one consistent game in, game out. Um, so I, I just love him. I think I think that's why I put him number one overall as my tight end list. I just think because he's so freaking safe, and I think that goes a long way in, in the tight end realm because not a lot of them are. No, that's actually very true. Like, Yeah, you look at him versus Gronk. I mean – you put Kelsey number one, but most people are going to put Gronk, but the safety is in Kelsey. You're going to get, you know what you're going to get. There is safety there. I think there's more safety in him than there is Zach Ertz because Ertz has only really done it one year. Kelsey's done it numerous times. And yeah, look at all the other guys. Graham, it's just, he's, who knows, Evan Ingram, you don't know because it's, you know, he was a rookie and he didn't have all the guys there. And this is going to, well, this will lead into my number four, which is Delaney Walker. I think he's the only other like safe tight end, honestly, because you know, I think you know what you're going to get with Delaney Walker. He's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be one of the top guys, but he's also not going to probably be out of the top 10. That's, you know, he's going to be in that back end of the top 10, you know, eight, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's that's where he's going to end up pretty much guaranteed the the worst. He's going to get you like six to 700 yards and six touchdowns. That's the worst he's going to do. And, so if you're looking just for a guy that you don't ever have to think of, but you also don't have to spend on anything really to get him, eh, Delaney Walker might be your guy. I don't really love it. Again, I've never been the biggest Delaney Walker fan, but I just don't see a, a fall off happening. You know, I think he's going to be, especially with the guys around him. Yeah, I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, Gronk, can't trust him with injuries. Kelsey is safe. Ertz, who knows yet? Greg Olson's injury prone. He's been at least a bunch of injuries. Jimmy Graham, same thing. Evan Ingram. Then you got Delaney Walker. So I think that's... There's really not many safe tight ends. So that's why if you just want some safety without much upside, it's Delaney Walker. Yeah, and especially if you look at the passing game, obviously he has a very nice rapport with Mariota. 
And yeah, I mean, we, you do have the, uh, um, you know, the wide receiver they drafted last year that is, uh, evading me, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, you see that their wide receiving crew is, could be pretty good, but last year he was hurt. Um, Walker was the only consistent thing in that offense, really. And I do think they're going to run the ball a ton, but every time they pass it, I just feel like Mariota is always looking for Walker. I think he's the safety blanket. Um, and I, I really don't have a whole lot of faith that Mariota is going to take another step up. So I think you're right. I think Delaney Walker is going to have another very solid year. Corey Davis, that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> See, if you look again at the tight end, though, there's nobody else that I feel comfortable with. I just I mean... No, and the only other person I thought about possibly putting on there, I wanted to, but he was hurt all last year, is Olsen. Yeah, that would be the next guy. Yeah. Yes. When when he's healthy, he is very safe, but the fact is he just had that big injury. I can't, you know, in good conscience, put him on this list. Yep. No, I, I agree. That's the same thing, just because he's coming off the injury and he's getting a little bit more up there in age. Not any different than Delaney Walker, but the Walker's just been consistent. So I do like Greg Olsen a lot. I'm just yeah, not saying it's safe. Right, exactly. All right, so then, Mazza, my, my number four, who's your number three? Number three, um, I went uh, a little less tested, but at the same time, I think because of his age and the situation he's in, he's extremely safe to have, uh, even though um, he's going to have a ceiling as far as how high he goes up. But that is Devontae Adams. Um, once again, comparatively, very, very young. Um, and he has been very, very productive the last two years, but now he's the number one wide receiver with the best quarterback in the game. And even more so to add on to that, even though Jordy Nelson is gone, which helps him, but he actually did it even when Aaron Rodgers went down, which gives me a whole lot of confidence in the guy, um, to make sure that even if anything terrible happens like last year, he can still be productive, and that is a huge weight off my shoulder. So if I draft the guy, I know the worst thing happens, I'm still going to have him in my starting lineup. And that is not – you can't say that for too many players in general. And it, it makes sense. Like where he's at right now, he's ranked eighth, okay? So he's ranked eighth. But the sixth player is Keenan Allen, and we know last year was the only year he's played, I think, 16 games, which, I mean, we're both Keenan Allen fans, but again, you can't really consider – <laughs> If it wasn't for health, you'd say Keenan Allen's extremely safe, but he's health is an issue. A.J. Green, he's had the same kind of thing. There's been some injury things, and you just don't trust it with Andy Dalton. And then right below Adams is Mike Evans, who obviously, you know, had a down year last year. Now is going to be without Jameis for three games. It's kind of Adams. You, it's weird to say because he's still relatively new to being up in the top 10. But, yeah, he he's going to get those catches. He really is. I mean, He's the number one. He's going to, I mean, Jimmy Graham might get red zone targets, but he's not going to take away a bunch of targets all over the field from Adams. So he's going to be, yeah, number one receiver in Aaron Rodgers' offense. That's always safe. You can't go wrong with it at all. It's just this, and it, really, eighth and eighth player, that's not bad either. He's not terrible. He's not getting overranked right now. No, he he can definitely be your, your number one wide receiver. Uh, it's not someone that you see him in the number one spot and you're kind of worried, but at the same time, I love, and this really does come down to why I love him so much is because I do think he's so safe. And um, if, you know, if you took running back early and you get him as your number one, um, you know, you're in a good spot because you can make up for some of the flash. But um, yeah, I, I just, it, it, and that's a, that's a kind of crazy part, even though as much as I talk him up and I say he's safe, he's not going to move too much higher up than that eight spot. 
I just like the fact that he's not going to fall flat. Yeah, I know. Completely agree. That's, you know, he's, he, I don't see how he's going to, if he, if the worst he's going to be is a top 15 and that's the absolute worst. And you're, if, if you draft a guy as the eighth receiver and he gets finished 15, you, you know, it's not great, but you're not, you're not out anything. You're going to be fine. There's not much of a difference between that. Exactly. And it's kind of like a better version of Doug Baldwin in, in a weird way that, that I know that Doug Baldwin kind of has this, this floor. He's not going to go past as long as he's, you know, stays healthy. And we have no reason to believe they aren't going to stay healthy. Um, I think Devonta Adams actually has the ability to be a top five guy at the end of the year, but I also don't think he's going to fall below that 15 spot like you were talking about. So, you know, I don't know. He's just a very, very wonderful player to have on your team. Um, so yeah, that's why he makes the list. All right. So I'm gonna go my number three and this is where I decided I actually threw a quarterback on the list. So the quarterback I ended up going with was Matthew Stafford because I mean, I think he's just really a safe option there. I, and I actually do think he has, he, there is still that potential that he could be a player that jumps up into the top, not predicting that, not necessarily thinking he can do that, but I don't see him dropping much further than the top 10. I a lot of these other guys, I could see a scenario where they don't get there, but Stafford, I think, is just going to get you that 15 to 20 a week minimum, going to keep you in games, and once in a while, he's going to win you one himself. So if you're going to do the wait on quarterback route, I think Stafford is a good player there. There's other guys on the list that could – a couple others you could maybe pick, but I think Stafford, to me, is the safest of these, you know – you wait on quarterback, wait on quarterback, you pick Matt Stafford, you're fine. You're good to go. You don't really have to worry about it too much. So that's why I'm going to pick Stafford as my third safest player. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I really like that. Um, was not expecting to hear his name, but it's very true. I mean, all the points you made. Yeah, I think he's just he's safe. I mean, there's other – do you have any quarterbacks on your list? Uh, no. I Actually, no. No quarterback made my list. Okay, so makes it easy. I'll just say my other guy – thought of was Philip Rivers. I think Rivers is the same kind of player, same kind of thing as Stafford. Not going to really steer you wrong, and he's pretty good price. That would have been the other guy that could have possibly been in my list. He didn't this time, but I don't know. I think Stafford and Rivers are kind of the two safest guys there. Yeah, I could get behind that. Um, if I would, I would almost throw in a Kirk Cousins possibly too. Um, I think he's a relatively safe QB just because um, even with a poor team, he has always been in kind of the top 10. Um, he hasn't had too many injury concerns. So, But I, I totally agree with Stafford um, and Rivers as well, because especially Rivers. He's been doing it for so long and he's always overlooked that I really like uh, putting him in the discussion because he is such a safe player that you can get really late. All right, who, who do you got at number two? Number two, um, this guy... Actually, I struggled whether or not he should be number one. Um, and I looked through his stats. He is a, a top guy every single year. Um, so he is going to be highly ranked. And that is Julio Jones. Um, and the reason I say I wondered if he should be even number one, because uh, he can be, um, I'm trying to think of the word, like because you have to draft him so high, you can get frustrated the fact that maybe he never finishes number one really. Um, but the fact is, every single year, he puts up unbe- unbelievable stats. And the last four years, he put up, he was the number eight wide receiver, number two, number six, number six. And he does all of that without ever scoring a lot of touchdowns. So the fact that as long as he doesn't get hurt and he's only missed three games in the last four years, um, he has Matt Ryan and then he has Shab 
backing him up. So even if Matt Ryan went down, I still have a good feeling about how his season would go. Um, you know, Julio Jones is going to be productive no matter what. Is he worth, you know, that, you know, whatever it may be, the fourth to sixth overall wide receiver pick? Um, you know, people will differ on that. But whether or not you're going to be able to use him week in and week out and know that he's going to get you some points, there's really not too many people that can beat him. And heaven forbid he actually gets one year where he scores another double-digit touchdown um, season, which he's only had one in his career. And that just shows you how dominant the guy is just through yards. And yes, he is getting to 30, but I think that is still, you're, as a wide receiver, I still think you're at the peak when you hit that age. So I think Julio Jones is just unbelievably safe. Uh, whether or not you know you want to use that high draft pick on him, totally up to you, but this guy is definitely safe. Yeah, and for some reason people don't, they're, they're down on Julio a lot of times I hear. It's it's. It's probably it's just the touchdown thing, you know. He doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, but he gets catches. He's gonna be good most all the time. You you can't go wrong with Julio. I think you know he's he stays on. He, I mean, he might get slight injuries, but he's always on the field. He always plays. He's constantly you know just he's gonna get catches. You know it's gonna happen. So yeah, he's he's pretty safe, I would say. And I'll just go my next guy. My number two is the Julio is ranked fourth. My number two is the guy ranked fifth, and it's Michael Thomas. So I think Michael Thomas is, he's, I mean, two years in the NFL and he's just, he gets catches. He just gets catches. That's pretty much it. You know, he's, he's Breeze's number one target. They're going to throw the ball to him all day. Yeah, they picked up, what, Cam Meredith, which isn't going to put take a dent into Michael Thomas at all. Michael Thomas is just going to catch 90 to 100 balls easily, 1,100, 1,200 yards, without a doubt. And the touchdowns are what could go up and could go down. You don't know where that's going to be. But he's going to get all those catches and yards. I mean, if he gets more touchdowns, great. Then he becomes he could be the number one guy. At the at the worst, he's a five to ten guy, and probably more closer to about five. And that's where I think he's one of the safest wide receiver picks you can go with. And same thing, kind of like him and Julio are similar. They're both going to catch a lot, get yards. And we just don't know about where the touchdowns are going to be at for both of those kind of guys. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, the guy's been unbelievable since his rookie year. He's playing with Drew Brees, and he, uh, I mean, he's by far the number one option in the passing game. I mean, no one comes close to him. I mean, the the next guy in line would be Elvin Kamara out of the backfield. So I, I do think that you just mark him down. He's going to catch a, a, a good amount of balls. He'll probably get in the end zone quite a few times. And, you know, he's extremely young and he hasn't had any inkling of injuries as well. He's missed one game in the last two seasons. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm very, very true. He didn't make my list, but he easily could have. All right, we're to number one. Who you got, number one? Number one, uh, I wish it was more of a surprise, but the fact is um, the safest guy that you can probably draft uh, is Antonio Brown. And, uh, you know, I, I wish I had some big reveal, but I really don't. The truth is he's going to be 30 this year. He's playing with Ben Roethlisberger, who does get hurt sometimes, but when he's on the field together, they're amazing. And he's gotten injured before, and it's never derailed Antonio Brown. Um, yes, he has, and he also has Juju on the other side of him, um, which will probably help take a little bit of, uh, you know, of the pressure off of him. Um, it, it's better than if he was on a a poor a poor offense with no other wide receivers, and they could just triple team him every time. Even if you double team this guy, he's gonna get the ball. He's gonna score. He's just unbelievable to watch. And 
I mean, for as good as the guy has been, I'm really surprised that he hasn't had more more injuries because he's not a a big wide receiver by any by any stretch of the imagination. And you know, there's been a few years that he's missed four games tops, but I think that is like three in the past. How many years has he played? Over ten now. So is unbelievable, and he by far, and that is why you are able to draft him so high even when I think running backs are at a, you know, at at much of a premium. So Antonio Brown with a bullet, he's just incredibly safe. Yeah. I mean, you really, you can't go wrong with it. (laughs) You absolutely can't go wrong with him. And I don't, he hasn't had in big injury history. He's he's just going to get it done. There's no worries about it. And, you know, that's pretty much, I guess the more, I would say from your list and actually I don't have as many, but, Wide receivers are pretty safe. The top end wide receivers, you know what they're going to do, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, I feel I almost feel bad for putting so many highly uh, touted guys on this list, but the the truth is that's why they are so high up there is because you definitely have production mixed with you know the fact that you can rely on them. And as I was going through it, I didn't have one running back because the truth is even um, Le'Veon Bell has had injury problems in the past. Zeke is coming to a team where Dak really. Didn't do that well. There's not a whole lot of wide receivers. You know, you could make a case that I think it's still going to be very good, but there are some question marks there. And then, you know, Gurley did fall off two years ago. You can't forget that. And then David, you know, uh, uh, Johnson, he was just hurt. So you don't know how that risk is going to react. And those would be the top four guys that you think you could really rely on. And the truth is running backs just get hit all the time. Um, they're definitely better to have. I would draft them first. But it's because they're the top ones are so difficult to kind of predict and know who is going to do what. So even even the top four are kind of risky picks compared to these wide receivers. Well, yes, okay. Well, speaking of running backs, yeah, we'll go through that again. Those top four, like you mentioned, then Alvin Kamara, he doesn't get a lot of carries right now. So if the, if the insane efficiency he had last year doesn't keep up, he drops. Saquon Barkley's a rookie. You know, there's no safety there. Kareem Hunt had that huge stretch last year where he was not a good, he wasn't good. He really wasn't. He picked it back up at the end of the year, but that has to be in the back of your mind. And then Leonard Fournette, ankle injuries. That's just a big, big concern, I would say. With those, those ankle injuries are just constant. So it leads to my number one guy, though, is a running back. He's the next guy on the list. Oh. And it's going to be Melvin Gordon. Okay. He's the guy who I think is actually safe of all these players so and it's mainly because he is going to they're gonna his yards per carry is not great but they're gonna keep giving him the ball they're gonna give him all the goal line looks that's pretty much especially this year if you think about it there's no antonio gates maybe maybe there will be maybe who knows yet but they don't have that tight end to throw the ball to in the end zone like they thought they were gonna have it's gonna be melvin gordon he's gonna get all of the carries in there or the catches catches went up last year too to 58. I think Melvin Gordon, he's going ninth. He's the ninth ranked running back right now. I think he is extremely safe, especially for that position he's in. I would gladly put him on my team and feel very comfortable with it. I don't know if he can reach the top level like these other guys, you know, those other guys like Barkley might not be able to get to like those players levels and everybody ahead of him, but he's safer. I think than most of them. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, I think you can almost throw out his rookie year when he, he couldn't get into the end zone. It was just kind of a, a strange, you know, trying to figure out the NFL. I'm not sure what happened with that, but the last two years it showed me a lot. 
I'm a little higher on Melvin Gordon than most people. I, I think I have him like ranked sixth uh, in running backs. Um, but I, he is one of them that I thought about, and really there's not a whole lot to ding him on. And he's very, he is safer than a lot of the other guys that I just ran through. So, yeah, I, I wish I would have actually thought of him a little sooner. The And just to play devil's advocate, I, I do have to say the only thing well, you touched on one is the yards per carry, which is not everything. I don't really look into it that all that much. Um, I just wonder if if the TDs do go down a little bit. He's had more than you know. He's had double digits the last two years, which is wonderful. Um, if that goes down a little bit, you know, it, you start to wonder. And the fact is, uh, I believe uh, what Eckler is going to be back, um, and they started using him more, and then he got hurt. So in the back of my mind, a little bit, but I think I, I agree with you. I completely think Melvin Gordon is a safe running back to have. Um, yeah, and I, I he could have easily made my top five. Um, I probably should have put one running back on there, and he's probably one of them that could have made it. Yeah, it's funny. He's the ninth-ranked guy, but I feel like he's the safest of all of them. He really is. He just, yeah, he doesn't have the upside of some of these guys. But I don't know why people can't. They almost look for a reason to downgrade him a little bit, and maybe he's not the most talented back when you're talking about you know the top ten. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like everyone is reaching in order to take away what he's done in the past two years. What I'm not exactly sure why. They really are. And it's like he finished what, sixth and fifth the last two years? He's right. He's he's up there all the time. He's just gonna do it. It's just they look at the yards per carry and they don't it's not very impressive. And so they just figure ah, it's not that good. But that's not the yards per carry is not the whole story. So Yeah, and he's in the prime, you know, uh, of his career right now too for a running back being only twenty five. I mean gonna be twenty five through uh, a lot of this season. Um, you know, that's prime time. And you, you see a lot of these guys like McCoy obviously getting up there, but this guy has another couple of years before you start really worrying about any, you know, breakdown of his body. Yep. So that's, I'm hoping to pick up Melvin on a few of my teams if we can. The nice thing is if you're in the back end of a first round, like in a 10 team, there is a chance you could get him as a running back too. There really is. It's back. If you're if it's like a ten teamer, you know, and Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe Odell goes before, he's it's pushing him into the second, and he's your he could be your running back too if you're at that back end. If you're on the tenth pick, you get I don't know, you could you could get Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, or Melvin Gordon, Delvin Cook. That's a, some pretty good combos there. That'd be amazing if I if I had my pick, just wish list. I'm just hoping that DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown jump in there, like you said. And I would be able to steal like Elvin Kamara and then on the way back get Melvin Gordon. Obviously, it's a lot to ask for, but that would be like, you know, my dream. It's definitely possible. But all right, I think it's going to do it for the safe players list. We'll be back with one more episode this week. We'll talk to you guys next time.